Podcasting straight from North Carolina is Dr. Jennifer Eichner-Lowry sharing her author journey with you. Jen Lowry writes is a place where amazing things happen for authors and readers together. The Holy Spirit is the ultimate podcast host. Jen is just the bird singing the song. She is a published author, educator, homeschool mama, life coach, and dreamer. Join her on the daily journey of discovering what this writing life is all about. Let's see what she will be led by the Holy Spirit to talk about today. Here's Jen. Thanks for supporting my Jen Lowry Writes podcast. My purpose is to inspire and encourage others to chase after their writing goals with faith and courage. By hitting the support this podcast button and with your monthly contribution of 99 cents, $4.99 or $9.99, you are helping me chase after mine. Welcome to my official author podcast. My name is Dr. Jennifer Lowry, and today I want to talk about preparing and presenting at a conference. So there was a conference this weekend on Valentine's Day weekend of all times to hold a conference. Um, It was the 13th and the 14th. It was an all-day event. So the sign-up was at 8.15. People were in the room. And then we did lunch breakout rooms. And then at the end of the day, they did a final breakout room. So my day to go was on the 13th. And last week when we were meeting, I really liked how the conference organizer got us all together. Everyone was checking their equipment, talking about the way that the conference was going to go. That was really cool because you got a chance to see some of the participants of the conference that were on the panels prior to seeing them. So you kind of got a feel for the person. I think that that's something for WWJs that I want to move forward with when we're doing our conferences to offer it, not to require it. So they made it be like, you know, you had two times, you had to choose these two times to go to check your equipment, check in. I would just say it's optional. We're going to be there. We're going to be talking about the conference. If you have any questions about equipment or how does this run, you can pop in. So I did learn that. I thought that that was really nice. Um, They did a printed agenda, and it was a PDF, and they did not share it out during the event. They didn't really. They they just had a moderator that would say, you know, up next, and they gave 15-minute breaks between them. We did not lose numbers because I was watching um, the day, and it was pretty stable. The numbers were pretty there, so um, pretty much there. So I will let you know that when I am at a conference, no matter if I'm an observer, uh, an attendee, if I'm a participant that is going to be on a panel or a presentation-wise, I am researching. I am learning. I'm checking out models. How can I improve when I hold my conferences with the Writing Warriors for Jesus? So I'm always doing that. It's always like my brain cannot cut off. (laughs) So I have my notebook beside me with, oh, I like that. Um, There was one moderator throughout the day, which with the WWJ conference, we won't do it that way because our different moderators, they have their own YouTube channels. And so this gives an opportunity for new 
attendees to meet my WWJs, and they can then go to their channel, subscribe to them, follow them, and see what goodness they're spreading out in the writing world. So having one moderator, no, but we loved having our chat moderator because that can get a little you know people messaging all the time and you want it can get a little you know wild i'm not saying mean or, or i'm just saying it's awesome it's like it can start blowing up and people can start commenting well you want those people that comment also to know that they've been heard and then if we miss something as a moderator behind the scenes to the chat organizer that person can help and it helps keep that flow going because the moderator that's in the chat can also if there's a lull moment encourage conversation by asking the, the people in the chat to say something or or commenting on something someone said by tagging them so that's the part about the wwj conference that i really like um that we did not have here we didn't have someone that lived in the chat and i think that um yes if you made a chat remark it was there it was being recorded however it wasn't something that someone would then bounce back and talk through it was like the people didn't quite know that you could continue to have your conversations through the chat and i think a chat moderator can help with that um the next thing is that this conference was recorded and we won't do recordings because we're already going to be recording it on the separate places so the youtube streams are already going to be recorded and we're, we're just going to send the playlist link to people we're not going to like send to direct everybody to here there and everywhere um and we're not using zoom or any kind of webinar software we're using Streamyard. um that is the way we roll and that's just how it is. That's how we're working it. Um, this year, we are going to try a dual stream, though. We are going to try a Facebook Live. And we're going to try the um, YouTube Live at the same time. So that way, we can hit more authors who may live on Facebook. It might pop up in their feed. And they might say, oh, what's this? It's a writer's conference going on. And then if someone's on Facebook, they could share it out with their friends. So we know that a lot of the um, writers that we're friends with are on Facebook. So that might be something that we can do to help broaden our reach of the message. So we're gonna try it and we'll see what happens. If one of my moderators does not have a YouTube, I mean, does not have an author channel, um, which I think all of them do. If they don't, then that's something that they can work on. But at this moment, the people that have agreed to moderate, they all have a Facebook too. They have a YouTube and they have a Facebook. So I'm pretty confident that we can you know, manage all of this, um, especially with our chat moderator and everything popping up. And if we don't know a name on Facebook, it says Facebook user that's okay if it's writing related we won't kick them it's fine but if somebody starts saying um did you eat squirrel for dinner we're just gonna kick the person that's what happened to me when i was doing a facebook live oh my gosh um but that could happen on a youtube live i was doing a youtube live the other day and somebody was right wash your hands i'm like why would somebody pop all the way in here why are you waiting to watch and say wash your hands i mean really um so i just uh 
just ignored that person because it wasn't something it was just something weird that was said you know but it wasn't something that was kind of hurtful and I knew someone was joking me and my accent when they were telling me I needed to go did I cook squirrels for dinner that kind of stuff um and I don't think anyone should be targeted by the way that they speak um and I do when I get excited I speak slang and, that, and that's me and people y'all know me y'all are my people y'all accept me so thank you for that so that's how we're going to be rolling with that so I really liked when the presenters were sharing their screens however a darker screen is better on the eyes so I will give some tips this year because as an attendee when it was a light screen it's almost like people were just using like a plain white background that actually y'all was like glaring by the end of the day and I was like okay that not everyone did that not everyone used a screen share but when they did if the colors were darker then it was more pleasing to me as an attendee so I am going to refer back to that kind of um experience that I had and encourage people to use darker screens and I just found the template on slides carnival for my presentation and it was a dark dark blue it was not um it was not black but it was a dark blue and it had beautiful like these three little children with a beautiful book that just burst open with light it was so pretty um so thank you slides carnival for that slide um and allowing us to use them free out in the world but I was so thankful because honestly, guys, when I chose that slide, I wasn't thinking about eyesight and over hours from 8. Mine started at 3.30. I had been on the screen all day. It actually helped me as a presenter. <laughs> but it also probably helped some attendee out there in the world. So go dark when you are doing background slides. I know you might want it light and flowery and, and pink and, and light and all that. But think about an attendee and how they are moving throughout the day and those things. So um, the black screens, the darker screens... I'm thinking that they would help ease your attendees' pain. Something else that um, I found to be very helpful, of course, is to put the notes in the bottom. And it's not for me, and it's because when I share my slides out, I have an extended thought down at the bottom that if somebody sees the bullets, they're like, wait, what was she meaning by these bullets? And then I could highlight something at the bottom for them because you know how important it is to to have your slides available for accessibility there are a lot of people who cannot listen to a presentation and take notes they are not note takers and then they may lose things and so what I did since I couldn't share prior because the conference would not allow it I asked for people to please screenshot with their phones but then not everyone has technology so that's phones they, they might just have their you know their iPad or something and, and I'm like look just screenshot and then I just said it I will provide this to you later like and then people started emailing me and I sent it to them directly but put little notes at the bottom of your presentation for that person so that way it can draw back their attention if you're telling a story about dogs for example you can say you know this is where I told the story about Sandy the dog and that way maybe that would bring their mind back to that moment 
and where you were in the presentation because storytelling is impactful when you're giving a presentation. So I will say all of that to let you guys know nobody should ever give me 10 minutes to talk at something because I knew I was going to run out of time. I practiced it ahead of time. That's also important. I went into my Facebook group. I went into the WWJ's group and I shared each screen. And by doing that, it allowed me to also notice some things that I was missing, like I was missing transition slides. So I was going to talk about sharing diverse books. That was number one, sharing stories that matter. Then number two, I wanted to do honor your blank page. And then number three, it was how to engage with readers. So I had three big topics in there. I could have just talked an hour on sharing diverse reads and ways to do that. So I tried to fill up everything as best as I could, but I realized I didn't have transition slides between those three concepts. So I made those a purple with a quote image between each header, and the quote had something to do with the next topic. So I did go back in and kind of fix that. Um, but I will say that, you know, I knew it was going to be an issue. So I told the people at the beginning, I'm sorry, um, I am a talker about books. You guys, I love it so much. And you're going to see that I'm probably going to be going blah, 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 blah. And I was, but I got some great responses back, guys. I got emails, messages in the direct message, uh, connections on LinkedIn and Instagram. I had some Facebook follows, and so I will tell you that I got some engagement from the participants, but what I loved were the direct messages. Um, those were so nice, and just be aware that um, have your slides ready to share out to the world. I did send the link to the organizer, and now last night... I got another email. Do you want us to share your link out? But I had already sent it. So I've got to resend it this morning. Um, as you guys can tell, there's road noise because now I'm on my way back to work. So I'm going to be in the building from here on out. So one, say prayers for me, my staff, my families, my children, my, um, my students. This is a transition for all of us. And it's going to take some getting used to again. So just say a prayer for everybody involved in this. Um, I'm coming up to the school now. I know it's early. Thank you for listening. Today I've got a podcast. It's huge. Laura Amy Schlitz is going to be on the show. She's a Newberry winner. I have her at four. So excited about that. Just thankful for the opportunity to be able to sit with a master of words and learn. So stay tuned to new episodes. They're going to be popping out really rapidly, guys, because I have a lot that I've needed to say to y'all. And I just haven't had the time. So today was about reflections on presentations. What I learned, what you could take away from my learning process. And I hope that you are out um, attending free conferences like the WWJ conference, I would really encourage you to do that one because those are free and you get to meet other believers. So I will say the WWJ's May 22nd, mark your calendar, that's the Youth Summit for children's book authors and illustrators and writers who want to write K-12. 
And then we are going to have our huge conference on August the 6th and the 7th. So please check out our Facebook at Jesus Writing. That is the WWJ's Facebook. And go on there because I have all the links that you need. I've got the first presenters already up on a banner. I'm going to be presenting them out. Been super busy, but I am going to start promoting that WWJ conference soon. So you're going to hear me talking about it because I want you guys to attend it. It's just a free day of writing and fellowship and learning what we can together about the industry. So I hope and talking about Jesus all day, writing and Jesus, Jesus and writing. So I hope that you guys have a blessed day. I'm going to be walking up to the school now. I think I talked about everything about the conference. Um, Make sure that when you are at a conference that your social media is present. So I had to go in that morning and I realized that my website did not have love over pizza on it. And I was going to be talking about keeping current and it had just released this week. So while I, after I went in, I did go, I forgot to tell y'all this. I did go in and fix my website and added it on the front page and added the video and added the, how to buy it. Um, so make sure that not only are you preparing for your presentation, but you're checking your social media because I'm sure that people will be looking you up. And if you've never posted on Instagram and you're sending someone to Instagram to follow you, just keep some, keep popping some new ones, make it look fresh, um, and then follow through with them. So I was, I was actually putting things on Instagram that day while I was sitting in the conference between the breaks while people were presenting. I was on Canva making images, um, answering emails. So I was multitasking and go to those breakout sessions. Don't just be a presenter and never show back up. Go to the registration welcome, welcome and start talking to people early. That was valuable for me. So I was there at 8.15 when people were registering in, and I loved that. Then I did the lunch and learn sessions, and then I had my own breakout session in the afternoon because I was on a panel, and I loved it so much. So then the next day was Valentine's Day, and I told them in the morning, I already have a date with my boys. I'd already made plans weeks prior to that conference. So I only stayed for the morning sessions and I, you know, but at least I was there until the boys woke up and got stirred around. And then we had our Valentine's as a family, but I didn't just not show up the next day. I think it's important as presenters that we also engage, we continue to engage because there may be little nuggets that we pick up on as well, but we're also forming relationships with people. Then people were still able to contact me the next day because they saw me in the chat. So I was an attendee the next day just chatting away and um, gaining, you know, some motivation. So please, just if you can, if your time permits, and then if you have to drop, say, look, I've got plans. I've got Valentine's Day plans with my babies. My family's already scheduled. So it's not like I said your voice isn't important, and I'm not going to listen to you talk. Um, And I'll, you know, so like I'll stay as long as I can today. So that gave people the heads up that if they did, they weren't going to say, well, if I want to talk to Jen, I I can wait till this afternoon in one of the sessions, the breakouts. I was like, no, I was letting everyone know. And that way, if somebody missed that comment in the chat, maybe someone else would tell them. So just be mindful of that. I thought that that was just a courteous thing to do. But um, all right, guys, I'm out. I could talk all day. Bye.
The Writing Warriors for Jesus are excited to announce we'll be having two free writing conferences this year. The WWJ Youth Summit will be held on May 22nd, 2021, and our Writing Warriors for Jesus writing conference will be August the 6th and 7th. Please join us during our live streams where we'll be talking about Jesus and writing all day. All sessions will be live from YouTube and Facebook. You don't have to register to attend, but registration allows the Writing Warriors for Jesus to collect your email in order to draw door prizes during the event and send you emails of conference information. You can follow us at Jesus Writing on Facebook and Twitter to stay up to date on all of our conference news. Hope to see you there. So I challenge you today to go out there and write something inspiring and share it with the world. Thanks for joining me on Jen Lowry Writes. You guys have a blessed day.